DVD. Yeah. Okay, hello world, how are you doing out there? A little bit of technical issues we're having in the studio tonight. Uh, apparently the internet everywhere is playing up. So we hope that you can hear us loud and clear out there in all flavours land, out there in the world, out there on TuneIn, chat room, as well as all of you silent listeners out there. How are you doing naturally, Lily? I'm okay. Oh, should I say I am Wimbo77. <laughs> and I'm naturally Lily. Yes. And we're here. We've made it in. Uh, I don't know. It's been a bit of a funny day today, naturally, Lily. It's been a busy day, but I've, I've intentionally kept myself busy, to be fair. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it, it's got to be that way, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes you just have to find ways in which to keep the mind ticking over, keep the heart going, and just not let anything get to you. Don't you find that? No, I, I, need, I needed my mind to not tick. Right. So I needed to do something that would keep me completely, like, distracted, focused, yeah. you know? Sometimes that distract focus, though, and I understand because there are just certain things that you don't need to infiltrate your mind, your brain, your body or your soul. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've just been, my book is due to be released soon. I've um, purchased some, um, not hardbacks, I've got paperback books. Um, so I've been just sorting out all of the, getting it up on Kindle. It's a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work. And it's a long time overdue, but it is time and I'm really happy with the with the whole outlook. I got the girls to choose a cover because nice. I had quite a few, so they chose one that they liked. And let's hope that you like it out there, world. So moving on very swiftly with our subject. What are the questions for tonight, naturally, Lily? So the questions are, black British voices say, can we put our trust in a system that doesn't see or hear us? Mm. And the scenario is, pains compared to a heart attack, should women be given period well-being days at work? Mm. So I, when you send that to me, talking about pains compared to heart attack, mm. like I've never been one that's suffered badly even from when I was younger, and I used to see these young girls reeling in a load of pain and mm. I just didn't get it because I never wasn't in that position. They've been compared to heart attack. Oh, well, we shall be looking at that too. How, how um, you know, females' menstrual cycle can be linked to the pain of a heart attack. And if that's the case, should we be given days off of work, right? Mm. All right, so starting, I thought we would start with um, this... Not, not a scenario, but it's an awareness day. And it's all to do with caesarean section. Yeah. Because we know recently we had a friend that had a caesarean, didn't she? Mm. And it, they can be quite traumatic. And yeah. sometimes they can be forced on women that actually don't need to have them. So we're just going to have a look at raising awareness in your right to um, have a vaginal birth obviously there are reasons why they may give you cesarean mm -hmm. so we're going to have a look at that so do you want to give us give us a little background Lily? so april is international cesarean awareness month and it is an event organized by ICANN, the international cesarean awareness network mm -hmm. and it's a non-profit organization whose mission is to improve maternal child health by reducing preventable caesareans through education support caesarean recovery and advocate for vaginal births after a caesarean so vbac mm. um it's a worldwide 
recognised event and it aims to raise awareness and educate people around caesareans. Now, I know that um, some people elect... So I know uh, ladies on both sides of the fence where someone's elected and then someone's had um, an emergency C-section. I know yeah. a couple of people that have had emergency C-sections. And the person who had the elective didn't have... Um, poor experiences after birth okay whereas i know from the three cases of emergency c-sections that i know two of them definitely had quite traumatic experiences um one of which he wasn't able to breastfeed afterwards wow. because of the experience yeah and this event um is an awareness campaign that supports a reduction in the number of cesareans in mothers who do not really need or who will not benefit from this procedure when compared to uh, natural delivery. Caesarean Awareness Month also promotes um, natural delivery and supports recovery from caesarean. Um, they are very different. Natural delivery, depending on how <laughs> extensive your experience was, the he <coughs> healing period is generally, you can like lift things and that yeah. pretty much straight Not than I no you can do it pretty much in the next in the first couple of weeks whereas with a c-section you're not bedridden but you can't lift anything heavier than the baby for mm. at least 10 six to 10 weeks so you are quite restricted and if you're at home by yourself it can be difficult to not lift things like the baby bed and the car seat and things like that so mm. um they're supporting the recovery from a C-section. Yeah, so they're talking about raising awareness about caesarean section. And it says a caesarean section is a surgical operation in which a baby is delivered through a cut in the front wall of the abdomen of the womb. And this procedure is often used when a vag vaginal birth carries a high risk of complications. They've listed some here. For example, a caesarean section may be, for be performed when a baby is in a feet first position, breech position. A mother has gone into premature labour. Labour does not progress in a normal manner, as well as there's a viral infection such as hepatitis C or HIV, and the mother has placenta previa, is it? Previa, yeah. Previa, condition in which the placenta is low-lying and covers part of the entrance to the womb. Mm. So that's there might be more There are a couple case more scenarios reasons, yeah. there. But it says becoming aware of the increasing trend towards cesarean section so maybe some women they're given the option aren't they yeah to have natural or cesarean section so it's not out of any of those things that have been mentioned there mm. you know the risks the risk section but more for an option just to have the baby earlier it's not just to have the baby earlier it's sometimes just to some people just want to have a c-section because they're scared of pushing okay yeah so yeah. everyone's entitled to their choice but i think the difference is when you're forced into having a cesarean over being given that choice being kind of scaremongered into having a cesarean mm. um or that choice just completely being taken away from you someone may say oh yeah you've got the choice to have a c-section but then all the words they use thereafter are more um to try and convince you yeah. to have a C-section. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know why they'd want to convince you to have a C-section. I guess with a C-section, it's cut them open, take the baby out and then close them up. Whereas with a with a um, natural delivery, mm. 
you can be pushing from like 24 to 36 hours. So it might just be easier on the part of the surgical team as opposed to having a couple of midwives in. But there is risk that is carried with C-sections as well. This is talking about they're they're, they're aware that there is an increase in trend towards C-sections. And it says there in the US and in many other countries, a proportion of cesarean section has risen steadily in recent years. And this rise is not due to rising complications. Yeah, so for every three births, one was by cesarean. And compared to 5% or 1 in 20 during the mid-60s, the reason for the rise has widely been debated and maybe due to many factors. These include rising multiple births. Okay, so if you're having more Mm. than one, an increase in obesity in pregnant women. How is that increasing obesity in pregnant... No, is that like larger women are having babies then? Is that what yeah. it's saying? And a rise in the number of older women giving birth. Induced labour is also more commonplace. So, yeah, they'll give you a pessary sometimes if you're kind slightly over or, you know, just to, to bring the birth on. Yeah. They give you more than a pessary. Induction's not just a pessary. Right. Induction, you can be anything from having your waters broken Scraped, to being... It? What's different things? No, um, that's not a... What's it? Do you can put you on a drip. No, the one where they open... That's a sweep. That's not a induction. A sweep, that's yeah. it called, a yeah. sweep, yeah. Is that part of an induction? Not really. That's just to encourage your body to start doing what it needs to do. An Induced. induction... Yeah. An induction is actually... They use... They a sweet is something that's been done for generations. Induction is the use of drugs to put you into into labour. Never heard so of the sweet pessary, before. The pessary has mm. drugs on it. It has medication on it that mm. helps your um, cervix and your uterus to start contracting. It encourages it. The same like with when they put you on the syntocinin drip. Is it syntocinin? that's to encourage your your body to start contracting yeah whereas the sweep <clears throat> is just to encourage the opening just a bit of a, a yeah a just push to forward get it started, to get it started yeah. naturally yeah. the funny thing is it says that couple with those factors that we've just read there's a trend in healthcare providers and health insurance now this is in america but it mm. will not surprise me that this is going to be coming here very soon this whole health insurance thing so they generally favor cesarean sections over vaginal births and they can understand this because is it a higher rate of um labors that go wrong during a natural birth yeah because women don't get listened to oh yeah a a doctor's in in more control aren't they if they can cut you open and take it out whereas Mm. if you're saying like for example my experience when i said to them i was ready to push yeah no one and actually it happened both times no one listened no, don't don't push yet. They'll tell you don't push yet, or they'll just completely ignore you. Yeah, your body is telling you what you need to do, but a doctor is telling you no, you're not ready. Mm. So that process in itself can be dangerous because someone then listening to the to the doctor. Oh no, they told me to hold him in or hold her yeah, in when it was time for when them it's to come time, out. Yeah, that can cause a whole different heap of problems. You know, yeah. and we know that cesarean is actually a major operation. It's not. It's not. You've been cut open. So any time that any part of your body's been cut over that open, that's a major operation. But and I'd say that's carries the same its own potential. Birth, but it's more natural. No, because you can be cut with natural with with vaginal birth. Or scissors. I've seen that done with um scissors. Yeah. You yeah. get cut. But it's open. Not, yeah. 
but you can tear as well. That's the yeah, difference, exactly. yeah. But it's more natural than being cut open, and that having an operation will carry just as much risk as well. Anyone that goes in for an operation, because you you sedate it. Some women aren't. Nice. They're given like an epidural or something. Yeah. Some women are. You know, so it it can be quite um, carry complications as well, isn't it? That having a cesarean mm. it says this and this surgery can lead to increased risk of infection mm. blood clots intense longer lasting pain and repeat hospital visits and that's true because once once you've had the baby has been delivered then that wound that um scar that's been cut has to be treated mm. and looked after well so post I, I don't know i feel like on both sides of the fence you just Sometimes it's unavoidable. I get that this is, you know, an awareness of C-sections mm. as a whole, but if you've elected to have a C-section, you've elected to have a C-section, that's your choice. If you've been told it's an emergency, the bottom line is you want to get the baby yeah, out, isn't it? Totally. So either one of you, you need to be, you want a safe delivery. Mm. I think when you are, the, the doctor doing it for the sake of, oh, it's easier. Yeah. It's no, it's not the ideal situation, but there are complications and risks both ways. And I think that one, one culture that I think we need to adopt is to not make women feel guilty mm, for choices. having a C-section, C-section yeah. because I think that is more of an issue than a doctor encouraging someone to have a C-section. I think it's we need to focus on the aftercare, not what happened in the process of bringing a child into the world because that's an amazing feet regardless of how you've done it it's dangerous as well regardless of natural or by surgery yeah exactly so yeah. either way your your you know life or death situation mm. i think the aftercare is so important there is no aftercare for for women that go through natural birth or c-section and i mean mental health wise yeah there's there's a health visit that comes and checks the baby and makes sure everything's fine but what about you? What about me as a mother? Yeah. After I've gone through this traumatic situation, whether I've given birth and it was natural and it was the most excruciating experience of my life, or you took that choice away from me and I got put under and had the baby delivered out the sunroof, as I like to say, mm. um, what mental health has been put in place for me to be able to cope mentally with that? Because I feel like so many people focus on the cutting and the sewing and the, you know, all that stuff that happens during. But everyone forgets that the mother needs to be supported after. And yeah. longer longer than six weeks, like, well, six, six weeks is nothing, mm. you know? Yeah. But it, I, I agree with you there. This, uh, another thing is postpartum mm. comes after childbirth. It's meant to be the happiest time of your life. Mm. And maybe there's lots of things going on within a woman that um, sends her to, you know, having postpartum or uh, prenatal, postnatal depression. Mm. And that is really, that's a totally whole other show. We can really cover a lot of stuff in that. Um, but like we're saying here, we're just raising awareness of, you know, caesareans. Because there was the, one of the women that I read about, the doctor, she was forced to have the caesarean and she got pregnant again. And he says, oh, no, no, you can't have... Um, because they say once you've had a caesarean... Oh, that's a lie. That, you that can't have vaginal, another one. Right, but she... And she did. She listened. And her, she, she went on and had a vaginal birth and her baby was £10. 
when he said that she can't birth the baby. And again, the baby... Oh, they the could baby, have cut that out. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a sorry. baby, you know, that's the whole natural process. But it's what... I know why they say it. It's because of the trauma. Because you've been cut open once, mm. that whole... That whole process of pushing again... Mm. You haven't naturally pushed out already. When you've naturally pushed out, your body kind of knows what it's doing. So it's got um, memory. Yeah. Within They say within seven years of having your fir- your child, your bo- body will retain that memory of the process. Because when you've had a C-section, you don't have any memory of the natural delivery process. And on top of that, you've got internal and external scars because you've not just got that one in your belly. Yeah. You've got loads of tissues that they've got to go through. That tension and that pressure of you pushing you can tear and mm. you may not tear the outward scar but you may tear the internal one so i understand the concept behind it mm. but i don't know why they tell that to they just need to let them know of the risks yeah and oh yeah you may be able to push out naturally but just be aware that if you do tear internally you're still going to end up having somewhat of a c-section because we're going to need to stitch you up in, again inside i think that needs to that conversation needs to be having yeah. the risks and complications yeah. not you can't give birth vag- vag- vaginally because you've had a c-section because we all know that's nonsense yeah, it says that's you know this is what cesarean awareness month does it it aims to make expectant mothers aware that vaginal births can be often a choice mm. they make over cesarean and after having a cesarean mm. yeah so check it out it's it's a cesarean it's called the let me find it the cesarean awareness month april is international cesarean awareness month and we're just kind of raising awareness and yeah letting people know we're not uh what health professionals to yeah. some degree um so we're not uh what's the word experts in this area mm. but it is just raising awareness about yeah what's really going on out there in the world and letting us know that we we have options mm. we don't have to just do things uh in a way that if a doctor comes along and tells us that we've got to do it that way we do have choices okay so how are you all doing out there got to give a shout out uh, to all of our lovely djs I'm doing a fantastic job Hello there, Joy McKay. I'm glad that you got in. And John Cairn, Mark Villagin, will be giving you all a shout very shortly. And um, we are going to be going on and speaking about this guy uh, very soon. You're going to find out who he is. Just listen to the music and that will give you an idea, okay? This is the station with all your music in one place. Comedy, game show and after party on Friday the 8th of April 2022. Doors open 8pm, showtime 9pm. On board the luxurious and moored Teresa Joanne, party boats, London E16 2QY. Comedy by Mr. Blair, Latif Lovejoy, Jason Patterson and Jefferson and Whitfield. At the after party, playing reggae, R&B, old school and club classics. DJ Courts, aka this ouch. Fats, OHO, Movement Family, Supreme Blessings and VIP Boogie. Complimentary rum punch for the first 50 patrons. Security search and ID required. Casual smart attire. No jeans or trainers. There also will be free secure parking and food on sale. Admission, super early birds. £15 tickets. Early bird, £18 tickets and £20 thereafter. Tickets available online from getyourtickets and shubs.com. Hotline number 0701-979-570. When you're living with cancer, what makes a good day? getting some answers. I had millions of questions and I hardly remembered anything the doctor said. 
Mum said call Macmillan. It was just a call and it was free. The Macmillan support line is here to help everyone living with cancer have more good days. So whatever's on your mind, call us free on 0808 808 0000 today or visit macmillan.org.uk. Snapbackfm.co.uk presents a Friday night call, keeping it simple. Entertainment by Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jam, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs, and DJ Specialist. Doors open from 10 till 4. First 50 tickets are £5. Then it's £10 more at the door. Taking place at refreshment rooms. 25 Broadway London E15 4BQ More info and tickets on birthday bookings with Hen Knight and Stag Knight's call 07930-495-581 or 07831-540-449 or contact any of the DJs Keep it simple at the refreshment room Domination Promotions and All Flavors Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style Come and party on board the permanently moored Theresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 2NJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro, LJ Original and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your £20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again. Are you? All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. All Flavors Radio.
How you doing, chat room crew? Show pod girl. Tune in. This is your pod world. Come on. Her being messed up. Look at your girl. She loves it. I can see it on her eyes. How you doing, Chanel Taylor? Hope to last forever. John Ken. Hey. Hayes. Come on, messed up. Look at your girl. Join McKay, London. She loves it. And we are streaming out of London right now. Where are you in the world? Send a big high five to you, Mark Philogene from Bremen. Great stuff yesterday. So shout out DJ Slim. Five from guest two one zero from Kleiner Grasenburg. Guest three nine four from Hayes. Guest five seven zero from Fort Lauderdale. And guest number eight. up DJ Laro, hey do Laro. Yeah. Catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. As well as on a Friday evening. Yeah. From 10 till 12. And on a Sunday afternoon. No offense to you. From 12 till 2. Here's why. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Because I'm happy. Clap along. Forget we have live DJs every day. I'm gonna big shout out to George Flavors. You can catch George on a Saturday night, 10 to 12, and a Sunday from 2 till 4. your day on this today it's kind of sunny and cloudy at the same time I'm sending this song out to all of my students there at Brookfield House 
you doing, John John? Marjak. Elay Weeks. The sounds of Pharrell Williams there. And today is April the 5th, 2022. And it is his Earthstrong. Oh. Happy Earthstrong Pharrell Williams. Yes. He's happy. He's happy. I'm sure he's having a, a good one today, right? Yeah. So Pharrell Williams was born, like we said, on April the 5th in 1973 um, in Virginia Beach, US. American Musia, he's a musician who was involved in a number of pop hits as part of the producing team. So he was in the Neptunes mm-hmm. as a songwriter mm-hmm. and as a solo performer. He's worked with other, lots of other people he's worked he, as well. With everybody. Because the has. Neptunes is Hayao, wasn't it? Was, no. he, was he there with them? No, Are they the Neptunes? Outcast. He is Neptunes. Neptunes is him, um, a Chinese guy, which I can't remember his name. Yeah. And another black, black dude. They're a skater team, skaters. Okay, okay. But then, and they, he also worked with Daft Punk as well, wasn't it? It was one of the. Yeah, he did a couple of tracks with them. So he was actually a percussionist in his school. Yes. When he was a child, he plays the drums. Mm, and he found he, a kindred spirit in the saxophonist, Chad Hugo. Who's Chad Hugo? Chad, I think, is the other member of um, Neptune's. Okay, so they devote themselves to music and beat production in high school. See, it can start. It's so amazing because that's where our talents are nurtured, you know, from when we're young. And when we jump onto it and we stick with it, and there was someone I was watching, actually, on the start end, the guy that plays Elmo. His story's amazing, you know. Elmo. The guy, the puppeteer, because sometimes you feel that they're real, don't you? Sometimes yeah. you think that the, the Muppets are real. We know where they're not. There's puppeteers behind them. But the guy's story is amazing. We will have to highlight him one day. His name was, oh, I can't remember. But um, very, very, very amazing story. So uh, going back to Williams, um, yeah, he began in high school beat um, beat production, mm-hmm. and he began call. So it was him along with his friend Chad Hugo that they began calling themselves Neptunes and a scout for music producer Ted Ted Teddy Riley mm-hmm. was the one that found them. Big producer Teddy Riley, you know Teddy Riley, yeah. yeah? And um, so he found them. They performed at a school talent show. <laughs> yeah. At 
it's wow. quite funny because in America, that's where a lot of the talent was found in schools. Mm. When we think about the Supremes, that's where they were found. They they started their band in school. Wow. And quite a few other bands started in school. And it says he recently opened a recording studio near the high school that Williams attended and heard the Neptunes perform at the talent show mm-hmm. and brought them to his, um, it was brought to his attention. And in 1992, so he wasn't even 20, 19, um, Williams wrote a verse for a hip-hop group called Wreck and Effect, mm. most popular single, Rump Shaker. <laughs> and then Neptune's <laughs> produced the track Tonight's the Night on the Epony Mouse debut album. Do you know Epony Mouse? Epony, Epony Mouse. Mouse. Um, um, in, in 1994. And then also he wrote for the... Blackstreet. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the black um the the vocal group Blackstreet? Mm-hmm. You know that was your time, isn't it? They're all my time. All the slow Neptunes jams. Neptune's is all my time. Yeah, all yeah. those slow slow jams. We we were listening to some at the start end as well. So it says that his I'm influences sorry. are soul, rock, and other music genres. But we can, we we can see that Pharrell has quite a distinctive style all of his own as well, doesn't he? He does, but if you listen to the tracks he's produced, you wouldn't know it's him. Because mm. for each person he produces for, he does have a little twinge of himself in there, but everybody has a different feel. feel. Yeah, because he worked for Mary J. Blige, Steal Away, mm-hmm. Britney Spears, I'm a Slave for You, so he's I'm doing all right. Slave, yeah. yeah. Nelly's hot in her yeah. And Justin Timlake, Rock, Rock Your Body. body. He wrote, yeah, but he, yeah, you can, you can yeah. sense his he produced the album. Track, he produced that whole album. Because yeah. mm. Daft Punk had the same kind of feel of that bass that would play yeah. underneath that. So yeah, I can kind of link him to that track as well. Khalees Milkshake. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So he has worked with everyone. Snoop Doggy. Yeah, drop it like it's hot. He's on that track, so you kind of know he worked with that one. So he's often assisted by Hugo. And they penned a lot of the lyrics mm-hmm. for those songs, as well as you said, like you said, in 2004, um, Tim Blake's Neptune's produced Justified. Yeah, that was the album. And that's what won a Grammy Award mm-hmm. for best Amazing pop album. vocal album. Really? What's, Ama- what, what track's on that? Justify's the one that you bought me when I wanted to go to Justin Timberlake's album. That's got... Um, go to his album? I wanted to go to his concert, sorry. Okay. That's got um, Crimea River on it. Ooh. It's got... Last night on it, it's got Senorita. I feel for you. Okay, got that yeah. on it. That was oh my days. I think I might play that. The God again. <laughs> that was a big album. That really was. And it was kind of like Justin's coming out album. Yeah, and it was a big album. Like it yeah. says, he won a Grammy award for it. So oh, but in talking about the Grammys, guys, this week, I I was going to play them on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. They were called about. They're a band called Soldier. Soldier. Please, I, okay. as you said that, and uh, please don't. And please don't. I was going to play oh. a track from them on the show tonight. Okay. However, no. Because <laughs> they understand. Oh, they not even come from Jamaica. They're not even black, and they can't win. And they beat Spice. Okay, I know you don't know who Spice is. Mm. I know you don't. Know. But there's one song that brings the ratchet out in me. Okay. I think you know what song that is. You've heard no. me play it before. Okay, no, you haven't. There's one Although song. I heard your daughter singing one today, and I was like, I just didn't even correct her on it. I'll tell you. Afterwards. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Yeah. there's one song that comes but Spice is a she is a dancehall artist she's a okay. Jamaican yeah. true and true she is second mm. second on the billboards these what are they called again soldier soldier yeah spelled S-O-J-A or something like that yeah. they are sixth so you know you got one, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six. Yeah. Spice is two. They are six. How do they and win they Grammy? won because nobody people don't vote. People don't vote. People so it's vote not yeah, it's not it streams is. that count. It's votes that count oh, and white people that. vote. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All them no. dreadlock looking white people. Oh, God, I, I need was, to stop. Yeah, I was taken aback. I, no, it wasn't even the fact of the dreadlocks and what they looked like. It's what they sounded like. No, it's what it's they look really like. Watered down Sorry. As well. How can you be reggae artists and not be reggae artists? Yeah. There's a lot of things that we accept. We've accepted that they've taken over R and B and soul. Apparently, <laughs> Just Stone was the one that started that. We've accepted that. We've accepted that they've taken over a few things rap they're trying to take trap and all this music all that nonsense we've accepted that but reggae yeah. really I, know. I was i was taken aback i was going to play a track and i said no See, no i'm not doing it know. just like i'm not talking about Will and jada they're not getting no airtime yeah no airtime. oh i had <laughs> i had such an ideal comeback for a comment that was on your um Thing. I thought about it, thought about it this morning when I was yeah. walking to work, and I thought, you know what, you gotta leave it alone, innit? yeah. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Sometimes it's just not worth even commenting. It's just like, just don't give them the air. Anyway, so yeah, so, so justified one Grammy. Out. I know you guys like to um, play a lot of reggae on this station. They, um, everyone likes to play a lot of reggae. I was going to play. Well, I don't. Would I call it reggae? I don't know what a, you've got to have a listen. And it's then you reggae, can, you know, isn't it? They won the no, won a got, Grammy. Please let us know, beautiful people, they what you think, Grammy. okay? And then we can see if I'm wrong in what I'm saying. But like you said, Spice, is it Spice? <laughs> I understand Spice right. lost. There you go. Number two in the reggae oh, charts, gosh. and yet she didn't get Grammy. But is she like dancehall though? She came, she was in the category of reggae artists. Okay, because there was, did you hear about that place as well? The dark, dark it was in Peckham? Or no, Croydon. Mm. And they played dance hall. And, and the police and went there. it down because it's not acceptable music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mum, are you trying to get yeah. the conversations? That, like, I'm seriously, sorry. I don't understand mm. how you can have a nightclub in Croydon. Yeah. It's not up the road. It's in Croydon. Yeah. yeah. And you've got police shutting down dancehall music and telling telling the nightclub owner, who by the way isn't isn't black, Asian. they're Asian. Yeah. But they're quite happy to play dancehall and and bashment in their mm. establishment of, of who it will attract. That's that was came exactly from. In fact, they had it in writing. That's what they said. But that's for another day. No, no. Yeah. We're going to talk about it now. <laughs> Who are they going to attract? Well, black people that like to listen to music and like to wind up, wind up a little bit. But it's not just um, black people. We've done Soka to, um, versus Bashman in King's Cross, Bashman. man. Then no one shut that down. Mm. How, how dare Bashman, you? Though. But this is this is what we're up against, beautiful people. This is what... Oh, you know, my. There's lots oh. of things going on. There's so much going on. Please. So much to talk about. But, yeah, and it, it's just... Again, it's just like our history being repeated all over again, that whitewashing of history. 
and trying to say that things came from here when in fact we know they come from completely somewhere else. But I feel like it's a you know? worse experience to go to one of those Zup Zup raves. You know where they give out all the ecstasy and stuff like that? That's right. worse than going to a bashment rave. All people are yeah. doing is dancing and maybe something, you know, that's, like, well, that's mm. all they're doing. Mm. But you've got those techno the techno heads. Yeah. They're, that's a worse crowd almost than what would be attracted to Croydon where the majority of them live. Or is it being gentrified now? I don't know. It's gentrified. Just like Dawson's gentrified. Um, Tottenham's on the way. Walthamstow's on the way. Like, I don't know where we are, guys. I beg, just, just say some Pharrell Williams. Let's just listen to good music. I, I, can't, I can't. All right. So, yeah, Pharrell Williams, he also wrote on the Emanci- Emancipation of Mimi, the Mariah Carey's Mariah album. Mariah album. Yeah. So he's done a lot of, lot of things. Okay, and we just um, played something He wrote there. the soundtrack for Despicable Me 1 and yes. 2 as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it says there, though, that he wrote that uh, track Blurred Lines with Robin, Robin Thicke, but they got taken to court for that, didn't they? Yeah, because apparently it was a rip-off of Martin Gaye's Got to Give It Up, which the more I listen to it, okay, I do hear a little bit of it in the background. Yeah. And I realised that now... Um, people are being a lot more precious about their tracks. So recently, M- Missy Elliott um, came up against a Latin yeah. producer because they sampled her... Um... It's just one line, wasn't it? No, no, they actually sampled her track. So okay. one person... What's his name? Cisco got done for Thong Song because yeah. he had put in Living De- Live La Vida Loca and ended up only earning 1% of the royalties from wow. that because he'd used, used that without the person's permission. Yeah, but because you live in the vida loca. Yeah, that is. Yeah, so he used his his line, and then these guys. Um, it's it's not J Balvin, but it's another Latin, um, producer, Mm. and they used the soundtrack for Missy Elliott's. Think he's getting freak on, and did not ask her permission. And even though they made it seem like they gave her ninety nine percent of the royalty, they didn't. She got about twenty five percent. But it's within her rights. It's her song, Absolutely. and she most surely would have been like, "Yeah, you are popping. Of course, I'll give you. Let's let's work on it together." She yeah. most surely would have said yes, but it's the fact that they didn't ask, and they knew they were in the wrong for not and asking. And that's the thing when it comes to copyright. Again, you know, playing things on the radio, it's fine because you've got your licenses and things. But if you're going to sample people's music, know that there's going to be implications there mm. if you do not go about it the right way mm. all right so we know that looking at pharrell he's quite a genius isn't he he's he, he has got a flow he comes up with mm. some great ideas but using other people's music especially in this day and age when it comes to things such as streaming when it comes to things such as spotify and tidal mm. and all those streaming platforms that musicians are very precious about their music purely because we're not getting paid no more. It's not like no. you can go and buy an album or you can go and, uh, you know, you're not get getting paid per physical. album, are you? You're getting no. paid per stream. Per, per stream, per track. And there was one guy, I can't remember his name. He was an old, one of the old guys back in the day and he sold over millions on Spotify mm. and got £34 back. 
you know, it's ridiculous. This is this is why a lot of musicians are leaving again these streaming platforms and that because people are taking the mic. And also these big corporations that you're sampling from, because mm. it is a corporation. There it is maybe just one artist, but that one artist has their label that they may have created or whatever, and they have a team of people that came together to make that one track. So yeah. even though you may hear one person's voice in it, there's about twenty five people, people that are getting paid from it. Yeah. Um, they have people that will sit on on Google and sit on the trademarking website just to look for people who are stealing their ideas. And I know of one case, it wasn't music, it was a a T-shirt company. No, she wasn't a T-shirt company. She produced scents, like things that you can smell and earrings. Mm. And her wording was very similar to Nike's Just Do It. Okay. I think it was, um, they had, she had just an it, but the middle word she had changed. Mm. And they done her for copyright and said you need to take that down you need to change your name and it was a cease and desist don't use that anymore wow and all that's what they do they have people that sit there mm. and basically look for other people that have copyrighted or trademarked yeah. something similar because they want the monopoly so if you don't want to have millions careful. of pay- pounds put against you then yeah be very careful and i'm sure that in um, pharrell's case that is what happened mm. however as a writer if you are a writer on a song that blows, you know that you're going to get paid. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's in the money there, really, isn't he? He's doing okay because he's writing on so much things here. We can see it here. The list and he's got a endless. streetwear company. So he has, And fragrances. See, and this is another thing which is great about some of these musicians. They don't just do the music. Mm. Yeah. He they have sidelines, they have past other streams of income coming in. So we spoke with Rihanna before, didn't we, with the makeup. Rihanna doesn't even make money you from know? her singing. She, no. she's a millionaire just off of her makeup. Right. So having other streams of income, he does he's got brand, a bit like her. I love I do like him. Arcanie. I think he's oh, amazing. God. But um yeah, so they have brands of clothing yeah. and lines like you said soap did you just say or perfume a perfume yeah perfume. he's got a what is it he's collaborated collaborated on a unisex fragrance with the perfume division of the fashion house Comme de Garcon. oh i'd like to smell what that smells like oh it smells like pharrell <laughs> yeah because it would give you an idea of what he's known yeah what, he like. what he's like yeah you know just to see if you'd like something sweet or you know I, I love an Ishimiyaki that was always one of my favourite mm. colognes so I'd like to see if it was just to Similar. compare what the what smells that he's on because it just brings you closer to the person doesn't it yeah yeah so Pharrell Williams it's his Earth Strong today he was born on 5th of April 1973 which will make him what he's in his 40s it's yeah. going to be 50 next year. Wow, 50. See, he looks amazing, doesn't Half he? Half a century. He looks amazing yeah. at almost 50. It's a nice one, Pharrell. We're wishing you a happy Earth Strong. And yeah, keep on doing the good work, bring us, bringing us amazing music. Because there's the, of late, we've been looking for some really good, good um, tracks. And it's very hard to find. <laughs> But it's going with the uh, the 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 other side of things. Not the stars aren't really making stuff, but it's the, the ones that are in their rooms producing, just yeah. like how Pharrell started. Yeah, it's those ones that we got to look out for. It's beautiful people. We'll see y'all in five. This 
is the station with all your music in one place. Comedy, game show, and after party on Friday, the 8th of April, 2022. Doors open 8 p.m., showtime 9 p.m. On board the luxurious and moored Teresa Joanne Party Boats, London E16 2QY. Comedy by Mr. Blair, Latif Lovejoy, Jason Patterson, and Jefferson and Whitfield. At the after party, playing reggae, R&B, old school, and club classics. DJ Courts, a.k.a. This Ouch, Fats, OHO, Movement Family, Supreme Blessings, and VIP Boogie. Complimentary rum punch for the first 50 patrons. Security search and ID required. Casual smart attire. No jeans or trainers. There also will be free secure parking and food on sale. Admission, super early birds. £15 tickets. Early bird, £18 tickets and £20 thereafter. Tickets available online from getyourtickets and shubs.com. Hotline number 0701-979-570. When you're living with cancer, what makes a good day? getting some answers. I had millions of questions and I hardly remembered anything the doctor said. Mum said call Macmillan. It was just a call and it was free. The Macmillan support line is here to help everyone living with cancer have more good days. So whatever's on your mind, call us free on 0808 808 0000 today or visit macmillan.org.uk. Snapbackfm.co.uk presents a Friday night call, keeping it simple. Entertainment by Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jam, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs, and DJ Specialist. Doors open from 10 till 4. First 50 tickets are £5. Then it's £10 more at the door. Taking place at refreshment rooms. 25 Broadway London E15 4BQ More info and tickets on birthday bookings with Hen Knight and Stag Knight's call 07930-495-581 or 07831-540-449 or contact any of the DJs Keeping it simple at the refreshment room Domination Promotions and All Flavors Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 2NJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavors radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavors, DJ Laro, LJ Original and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your £20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again. Are you? All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. All Flavors Radio. Tables and chairs 
Vandross. Bad boy is gonna sneak out tonight. How you all doing, world? How you doing, chat room? George Flavors, Chanel Taylor, John Ash, Joy McKay, Mumra, you doing good? Mark Philogy out of Bremen and John Ken from Hayes. Not forgetting guest 210 from Crown of Glassenbrook, guest 224 from Milton Keynes, guest 384 from Hayes, guest 344 from Basildon. Guest 570 from Fort Lauderdale. And guest number eight. And how are you doing all your WhatsApp crew? Shouting out Jawayne, Jayla, and Janae. And not forgetting Marjak, Anisha, Tai Tai. Isa oh. and Anaya. The sounds of of Luther Vandross there for you. Took a bad boy sneaking out tonight. Oh. 
Shut up, John J.E. DJ Nigel. Billy Ray Valentine. LJ Original. Ninja Man Lloyd. DJ Caddy. How you doing out there in Gambia? It's like you're having a good time. And don't forget you can catch DJ Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. Again, Chrissy Dubs. Vote there. Don't let go. And when you're into a good thing, you got to keep it going. What vocals? Those girls had some serious vocals in it, naturally, Lily. Yeah. Strong and powerful. Oops. Strong and powerful. All right. So, what, what are our questions again, naturally, Lily? So. Our questions for today are Black British voices. Can we put our trust in a system that doesn't see or hear us? And the scenario is pains compared to heart attack. Should women be given period well-being days? Mm, so two really good questions there. And that one of the at the top was highlighting it was a question from the voice newspaper actually, because mm-hmm. um they've got a Oh, what do they call them? Survey. Okay. Going. We're going to look a little bit deeper into that. But first off, let's just do our word of the day. So our word of the day is adversity. Adversity means to be in a state or instance of serious or continued difficulty or misfortune. So in a sentence, the movie is about a group of determined mountain climbers who triumph in the face of adversity. So Mm. in the face of difficulty and misfortune and challenge. And they get through that. You get through the adversity. Yes. It's hard times, isn't it? It is hard times. We went through two years of adversity, but we're just coming out (laughs) of it now, aren't we? (laughs) Like, you know, that was tough. Well, it wasn't tough. We, we we made the most of it, but they were adverse, I guess, adverse, adverse times, yeah. conditions that we were under. But we made it. Yeah. We did make it. You know, continued dif- difficulty and misfortune. Do you think that, though, you can change that? 
with mindset. What misfortune? Yeah, and adversity. I think sometimes you can, but not always. Okay. And I know I'm a very strong believer in mind over matter and mindset, but mm. sometimes you're you just kind of have to accept that it's not a mind over matter thing. Yeah. Um, I think there are some things in life where you just have to go through the, the Maya. Yeah. yeah. You say fire, I say Maya. Um to get to the other side, but yeah. sometimes the other side is not any better. Yeah. Like looking in someone else's garden and seeing that, oh, wow, their grass is greener than going over and finding out it's astroturf. It's, you know, <laughs> but it's it, greener you know. though. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That I love it. that. It's just, um, it's, it's just one of those things. Yeah. And really at the end of the day, it's quite funny because it says that ABC7 News anchor Reggie Acqui spoke with Jeopardy champion Amy Schneider about how her life has changed since her historic run on the show. Schneider discussed how she has been able to overcome adversity being a trans woman in the spotlight. I really want to cover this topic, but (laughs) I just don't know if I The trans topic. Should we cover it, people? Beautiful people, let us know. Let us know in the comments. Come and join us in the chat room if you'd like us to cover that whole topic on trans or any of those things. Because, again, they are things that do affect our community. And as much as we'd like to think it, that we are immune from these things, uh, we're actually can be sometimes right in the heart of it. So it's better to sometimes tackle these things head on, mm. get it out of the system, mm. and then we can move on, isn't it? As yeah. opposed to like how, what we've done for so long, that is hiding it yeah. or making them taboo subjects that are just like swept under the carpet. And if you sweep enough dust under the carpet, there's going to be a lump that forms. You know, big, you know. But when would it come out with enough of a good talk today? It's true, it's true though. Why? Isn't it? There's going to be enough lumps that there form are underneath that loads carpet. of lumps. So clean it out, clean it out first. Then it'd be fresh and nice. And I just find this, it. that topic very, you, you've got a, not be eggshelly, but you've got to be careful how you tread. Yeah. But the reason I want to cover it is because at the moment, there's so much being said by, mm. and I'm going to use this term, I hate using this term, but it is cis women. Right. You know what cis women is? No. So when you're talking about gender identification now, a cis woman is a woman like me and you. Okay. We're cis women. But we're women. I'm our woman. <laughs> What, that's, what I mean. that's what I mean. Now okay. we even have right. different things, but there's oh, a lot being said at the moment before. by by women yeah. in this topic. Okay. Hence, why this period topic is also linked into that. Okay. So it, oh. we, we may brush over it a little right. bit, but you oh. know, it's it's all it's all it's all relative. Cloak and dagger, isn't it? So well, right. adversity. Then, how do we overcome that adversity? We know it is a word. Did you know that word? Let us know. And it's time, you know, we're going to be going into our topic. So give us a call. 07895134713. That's 07895134713. Do you want to tell us a little bit where adversity comes from? So adversity comes from Middle English adversite, meaning opposition, hostility, misfortune or hardship, which itself is from the Latin adversus, the source of adverse, which means bad or unfavourable, as in adverse criticism. Mm. How can you have adverse criticism? A criticism is a bad thing anyway. No, because you can have positive. You can have positive or negative criticism. So, you know, some positive criticism 
elevates you, doesn't it? But it's constructive criticism, not constructive, positive criticism. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Same thing, isn't it? Positive or, you know, constructive. It's the same thing. Was negative, what would, what would it be? But negative crit- criticism is a negative thing because yeah. you're telling someone they've not done something right. Mm. But the difference with negative criticisms and constructive is that a, a constructive one will say, you didn't do, do that right, all. but yeah. you can do this yeah. to make it better. Yeah. So that don't make no sense, adverse criticism. It's a double negative. Well, you know, adverse, it means opposition against... I don't understand the English ad- language. You know. Adverse of a song. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I, I don't know what I'm on today. Oh, though, my days. I'm running on, I, you know. Um, it's unfavorable. But yeah. In, what, in whatever way we look at it, it's bad or unfavorable. Or, so it can mean adverse criticism or an adverse reaction to the medication. So you it basically did not react well to it. <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. So it's from Middle English. Yeah. And it's quite funny how, I mean, did English come from Latin? It didn't really, did it? It is kind of a Latin denominator. Adversus. I mean, does anyone, only the um, those elite schools learn Latin. I don't know any other schools that do. No. They want to. They learn Latin in like grammar schools. Really? It's not just mm. like eating and then places there. But Why? Because it's it's a lost language. Okay. If you understand Latin, mm. <clears throat> think of it this way. If you want to go into modern foreign languages, yeah. if you can understand Latin, it's the basis. you can speak French, yeah. Spanish, Italian, all of those core languages, mm. Latin is the foundation. For, so if for, you understand Latin, you can go and speak okay, any of those languages. There. And guys, we're going to be running a competition soon because... We know that on the 16th of July that we have a boat party. All Flavours Radio are hosting a boat party. And we're going to be running com- running a competition very soon in order for you to win some tickets for that. Okay, so please keep tuned. And that's not today, it's for another day. It's probably next week we'll run it closer to the time. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a function not to be missed. <coughs> so our word of the day, <coughs> adversity. And I'm sure that we've all heard that word oh uh, yeah that or is i'd like it. to hope that we have so our first question lily black voices can we put our trust in a system that does not see or hear us what do you think no mm, do you know <laughs> i find my answer very funny why because literally in the blink of an eye i've gone to the other side saying that we can't because <clears throat> i just don't trust any of them i think they're all even the allies, the supposed allies that say that, oh, you know, speak up and all of that. Mm. Do, do. Um, I just think it's all fake, well, to be fair. A national survey is launching as part of a wider research project investigating the evolution of black British identities. So giving black people in the UK an opportunity to define themselves in an autonomous way for the very first time. I don't understand what that means. So, uh, surveys being launched for us. They're talking, how, how have we evolved since we have been living in this country? Okay, so they're making us be independent or they're making us be independent to say how we define ourselves. That's it, kind of in a nutshell. And they're giving, who's, the thing is, first off, who's giving us the opportunity? And I want to know who's doing that research, because if it's yeah. a white person, then they've got some ulterior, ulterior motive. Well, it's been done. Yeah, so that it says a bl- 
black British voices. We're going to put a link into the chat room as well so you guys can tap in and have a look as well as opposed to see what it is. It's a partnership between the Voice newspaper and the University of Cambridge Sociology Department and black-led consultancy, iCubed Advertising. Mm. So it, yeah, it's just got one part of the sociology department of Cambridge, but it is being run by The Voice, as well as this uh, consultancy, black-led consultancy, iCubed Advertising. Now, sometimes you don't know really what the partnerships are Mm. as well and what kind of information that they will be collecting but it's saying that the the research, as you just rightfully asked, Ellie, she's being led by Cambridge University, is a sociologist and author, Dr. Kenny Monrose. And he understands the complexities of identifying as a black Caribbean man in the UK. So this is man. For, for generations who've lived through the 70s, 80s and a crucible for the UK race relations. All right. So he speaks up for race no, relations. So he said... For generations yeah. who lived through the, seven, 70s, the 70s and 80s, 80s, a crucible for the UK relations. That's Many black me. people partly define themselves by their heritage. I would have said I'm St. Lucian because mm. we didn't feel allowed to be British. And many people still don't. I'm only an Englishman when I'm in the Caribbean. Oh, that's so I'm true. not English. I, I don't even say that I'm Jamaican. I more say that I'm UK black. I don't. And this is why, this is why the defining, it's speaking of there, giving us an an opportunity to define ourselves and who we are. I say I'm I'm Jamaican, I'm Caribbean. Because I... Or Jamaican. I more gravitate to Africa though. Yeah, but you're not from Africa, you're not African. But you can't tell me that. But I can, because (laughs) your grandparents and your great-grandparents are from the Caribbean islands. Yes, your your roots, Mm. way back maybe from Gambia, Ghana and Ivory Coast, but your third, fourth generations are in the Caribbean. They may not be Jamaican, mm, see? but they're Caribbean. And even still, we all know, mm. this is a little fact that us Afro-Caribbeans fail to acknowledge. There were people in the Americas that were black already before yeah. they brought slaves there. Our history don't start with slavery. Everyone that oh, came true. to the Caribbean islands was they did bring slaves there yeah but that's not where our heritage is yeah our Mm. history don't start there yeah yeah so for all we know actually we may not be african for way past the you know african slave trade i know that i know that my great grandfather my um great great um please correct me He's from Panama, yeah. yeah. And even on Grandad's side... It's Cuban. ...was, yeah, so we were there, yeah. you know. Um, that's so on both sides, so Dad's side and Mum's side, mm. Panamanian, Cuban. Mm. So, you know, how will we know? And this is another thing I think... Either way, we hate English. <laughs> no, well, we know that. We're not from here. <laughs> but the defining of ourselves, it's almost like, you know, you hate that terminology of being Africa, Afro-American. Yeah, is it African American? African American. Like, that's what they're trying to do here again, have that defining point. Because I really do not like, I know that you say we have to and we should fill in those ethnicity forms. Mm. And that's because they put us into categories so that, you know, things such as the BAME things can come out and Mm. we can tap into that stuff. 
but still I think that there's uh but then select black situation. other the I only do. reason I say this is because when it comes so when I was doing research mm. to try and find out how many black people were in management within my trust yeah it was telling me some ridiculous percentage and I knew for a fact that couldn't be true because yes we may be a minority in the United Kingdom but in London and the amount of Africans and Caribbeans that are senior, the middle management, so like just senior mm. management in hospitals. How many white women do you know that are not sisters? Like all, all, of, all of the managers that I know in general hospital, I'm not just talking about my, my area, but in general hospital, there's mm. a lot of black, African Caribbeans that are in management. Yeah. But when well, I was the worst looking... treated as well, you know. They that. are. They're the worst treated. Um, Anyone over forty five. Something I saw today oops. that black women over forty five in the workplace are the worst treated. Yeah, we're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, it's terrible. But it's that terrible. that research that I did was technically inaccurate because it there was no there was no, you know, data yeah to support and that's what that is there for it is it is horrible one thing i don't like Mm. i'll say this i was looking at a form the other day and you've got black british african black british caribbean but caribbean you've just got black caribbean yeah yeah for african you've got african somali african i'm like so why do they get to choose where they but that's what i'm like why do they get to choose where they're from but where all but, Caribbeans but, are the same. But it's breaking it down, you see. It's because you've got Asian Caribbeans, you've got Black it's Caribbeans, true. you've got Chinese Caribbean. Like, why are we... But it's still breaking it down just to see where people actually come from. But all you know? Caribbeans don't come from Jamaica. That's what I think white people think. So they I put... think all Caribbeans come from Jamaica. No, we don't. But they put it all into, like, kind of one category, isn't it? And that's where the the problem the, yeah. is. Yeah, just one Caribbean regardless of whether you're from and that's this is why this i think it's quite good in the sense that this survey is being done going back to the point that it's giving black people in the uk an opportunity to define themselves in an autonomous doesn't way. matter how we define ourselves yeah. though does it really they're still going to see us the same <laughs> yes but then it's this research that's being done it says the survey will run throughout the summer and covering important issues that matter to the black community, including education, business, media, health, youth, sport, and there you go, Alicia, LBGT+. But I don't see how... That doesn't really matter to our community, though, right now. But what were we just talking about, the trans, yeah. wanting to speak about it? Mm. There you go, right there. There's something there that is pinpointing it. Yeah. All right, so it says policing and more. That policing, uh, that's a whole other issue. Because that boy that they stopped that had his jacket on, it was cold. Oh, they arrested it, him. Because it's not the right climate. You, you have see? to explain the story. Explain the story, Lily. Quickly. A young black boy. Out. Sorry. A young black boy gets stopped by the police because he's wearing a puffer coat. It, a couple of weeks ago, when there was that little piece of sunshine, they said to him, you're not dressed appropriately for the weather not taking into consideration that he was black, this is not our climate, because you think that 16 degrees is hot. We don't feel the same way. We're still wearing mm. our coats. But he got arrested because he was wearing a coat. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> See? Oh, Lord, he got arrested because he was wearing a coat. Oh, my God. <laughs> because people don't usually wear coats in this kind of weather, but it's not hot, though. It was cold. I was fully walking around with a coat and a scarf. Yeah. 
So this survey is going to cover these important issues and policing is one of the main issues that we need to cover. How we're still, regardless of we're not being shot down, thank God, because I can't remember who we were speaking to this about. Um, in America, they will gun down a black man. Mm. But here, if they try that, that London's burning, we, that song will well, be Well, they did try it in yeah? 2010. They tried it. It didn't work. So it, it's not going to work for them. Mm. Yeah, but we still have issues such as not being able to wear your coat in public. <laughs> you know, when it's cold. Madness. All right. So these are the things it's going to be covering. So it says it's going to, they're going to build focus groups, you know, and they're going to be conducted till the end of the year. And the focus groups, they'll be vocal about how they would identify saying terms like BAME, which is one term that we continually, you know, um, that's short. um, BAME are too shorthand, too easy and makes us even more visible. Invisible. And you've said that because at work you've said that it does. It puts you so obvious. It makes you so obvious that you don't matter. That that's how it feels. Mm. Oh, we're we're putting in um, more coaching sessions and leadership and management, but only for the BAME. Like, make it more obvious that you don't give us jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why? why do we need to put BAME in front of that? And then the white people are upset about it because they're like, well, why are you only getting that? prompting and actually and they want it themselves right they don't realize that bame also includes people that are from white minorities yeah so they Irish. will just assume, yeah, yeah they will just assume that because it's bame you have to be black mm. well, and that's not what it read, means read a bit more and find out that they are actually a part of it if they want to but sometimes people want the easy route and everything spelled out for you you mm. could just can't and in order for us to make that move or that step we have to dig a little bit deeper mm. so we can say all oh, right now oh, so this is what i have to do follow these steps and then we can work in line yeah and that's for everybody just yeah. not not just uh black people it's for everybody but sometimes we we can be a little bit lazy and not dig as deep as that we need to true, yeah so dig deeper read more and then we'll find out think i found something today actually it was uh something to do with British Airways. Mm. They've got this, they have a an opportunity that's come up. So we will put that out there as well, put that out there for next week. So it said, one particular described feeling defeated. He said, my voice isn't heard. What we need is commitment to grassroots politics, which will suit our needs better. And that is it within, uh, I mean, Diane Abbott spoke up recently and I, f- I found that quite amazing what her speech was so down to earth i'm sorry i blocked them out i don't hear i don't hear what anyone said really yeah that was regarding um child q oh okay yeah yeah so she spoke up and she said it's not the first time and she made it she let it be known be the, yeah no mm. that you know something's got to be done about it so that's the first time i've ever really heard her speak up yeah. so you know, so this this thing is going around, beautiful people. And I mean, we don't have enough time to go through everything. What we will do is put the link in the chat box. What's that, Lily? Are you proud to be British? Are do you, you see yourself as black British? If so, are you proud to be black British? Can black people ever feel or be seen as English. We want to hear from normal people on streets up and down the country to uncover the reality of being black in the 21st century. 
Britain. Do you know one thing though I will say about mm. being in Britain? At least we know yeah. where our roots are. Okay. So like we can sit here and say, oh, we know what we, our mum's Jamaican, our dad's Dominican, yeah. our granddad was Panamanian, it was Cuban. Like we can say that. Whereas the Americans, they are African-American because they don't know where their roots yeah. are. And their roots, the, the thing is, they might not even be African-American. Yeah. They might be American. But in order to confuse them, as you've said on occasion, because mm. the, the, the trans slave, that whole tr- Bermuda Triangle thing and that, we've got to look into that because there was a, a trade going on. Yeah. But the, some of them were taking some, some of them to Africa to confuse them that they didn't come from there, but they come from the Americas. Yeah. So... That that's where the the sad part of that is, mm. but one thing with with the white folk, they write everything down. So there are books, but we, we can, wrote. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, this is true. We can go and see, but it's co- going to cost a lot of money. You know, just to go abroad now, you got to pay to leave the country. It's going to cost money to go and find out who we are, yeah. but it's not impossible. That guy Beckford, I can't remember his um, first name. Mm. But he went and he found out who is where his roots come from. Yeah, we can do the same. All right. So they—that's one thing with them. They're good bookkeepers. <laughs> they write everything down. <laughs> they write everything down. Not everything's true. Not, everything, not everything's yeah. true. But for when it comes to their money, oh, maybe maybe not because there might have been a few that they under the thing. you know under yeah. I was watching something done. the other day where they start Ooh. because obviously after a certain period of time it was illegal to transport live cargo is mm. what they used to call the slaves it was illegal to to transport live cargo so they would bring live cargo from africa to the americas yeah. um but they wouldn't document it as live cargo they document it as something else yeah and you'll notice there's a period of time where things weren't necessarily documented or a lot of boats went missing. Yeah, or sunk. Because uh, there's something that Kenny's been watching called Taboo. Oh, it's amazing. On, on it's so good. Netflix, it's and so good. that gives you a little bit of insight. Yeah, a little bit of insight. Yeah, they'd sink boats with people. Well, they have a whole on cargo it. on it. You know, yeah. evil. This is why they've got that museum. That you know, the undersea museum with all the statues. Oh yeah, yeah. they have that. There's so much to our history, beautiful people. It's it's wonderful. We've got such a vibrant history. But we've got to tap into it. Mm. We can't expect no one else to bring it. This is not going to happen that way. It's not going to come to us. So I've put a link into the chat box. Check that out. It's www.bbvp.org. All right, check it out and let us know what you think. It's, this is to do with the a survey that's being done. I mean, we can't cover it because we're going to go into our next section now. Um, highlighting the next question about period pains and heart attack being equated to the same thing okay um i think should we do a little musical interlude yeah. and then we'll come back all right so, so pains compared to heart attack should women be given period well-being days at work let's okay, go okay we'll see y'all in five
walks, I like the way she talks and she turns me on with a special concern. Now I'm a different guy and I don't compare to many. But next to her, I'm plain ordinary. Not many can see the light blue aura that surrounds the girl wherever in the world. She's a nine, a ten, a twenty, fifty. She's bittersweet and a taco treat. She's great. From head to toe She's my twilight zone My alcohol She's my rolling stones And my eva parole And I like it Yes, I like it I like it The way she wears her hair She'll be waving a skirt as a flag Like a cold in October She'll take you right over It's not mean to be facetious And that look in her eyes Says you're the guy She plans to spend this evening with She's strange And I like it And I like it heart attack <laughs> should women be given periods well being days at work what do you think given the last 48 hours i think yes um because there are the much heightened hormonal ex- um balances in our office at the moment so wow. most probably it would have been a better option um the but trouble I, is so can i say that you are all at the same time yes yeah. most women if you're working with w- other women you tend to synchronize yeah that's weird. Why does that happen? Like, that's yeah. something I don't understand. The synchronization. Yeah. I don't How know. Comes? I don't know. Maybe there's a scientific reason behind it that we'll have to um, find out about. But yeah. um, should we be given well? I do think we should be given well being days. If it's a pain yeah. that is equivalent to 
heart attack. Mm. You wouldn't be expected to sit at your desk or nurse a patient or drive a bus <laughs> having a heart attack. No. Would you? That's true. That's true. So why why are we <clears throat> expected to go into work? To go into work with this equivalent pain. But not all women, like I said at the top of the show, that I wasn't one that suffered with these period pains. Um so I can't sympathise, or I can sympathise with another woman because I've been in labour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's really intense. Have you seen those guys that um, when they hook them up to a labour machine? I find it funny. <laughs> they can't handle Because it. after, like, number three, they're like, it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. you're only on number three. <laughs> You've still got to let the go. <laughs> yeah. One little piece of pain there, just jumping and kicking them out. If, listen, this is why we are the childbearers. Cause men can't listen they can't even handle having a cold do you know the they tried to ex- you know? they tried to explain to me um jay and one of our best friends mm-hmm. that is equivalent to yeah you kicking them in their nether year <laughs> right and i said okay i get the concept of that pain in that moment but you only feel that feel that pain for five minutes mm-hmm. we have period pains for at least minimum three days of excruciating heart attack like pain Mm -mm. you only get kicked once and you get over it in five minutes well it says men wait an average of 49 minutes before they're being treated for abdominal pains for women they wait the wait is 65 minutes the same symptoms because you don't know it's thought that this is because women are seen as exaggerating pain and being dramatic due to sexist stereotypes what? Yeah. We're being dramatic. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I dramatic. I will say previously previous to having children, mm. I used to be an avid watcher of One Born Every Minute and I know this isn't period pains it's childbirth. But I used to be an avid watcher of of One Born Every Minute. Um the last day I properly watched it was the day I told Jay, that was pregnant. Yeah. But after having my first child, I can't watch it anymore. Because sometimes I do feel like there are there are a bit of exaggeration. Yeah, but don't forget, we all have different levels of pain as well. So my pain your threshold, threshold is, is very low. Is compared to someone else's, that a woman might just go, oh, you know, just groan and be fine. Whereas no one's like, ah, she's, you know, because it's just so intense. <laughs> intense. I'm quite proud of myself that I wasn't that person. <laughs> Because I just, I do think you, we do experience these pains every month, every mm. month without fail. I mean, there are some months you may not, due to your cycle being messed up or whatever, but generally a woman goes through every 28 to 32 days, five, three to seven days worth 28 of- 28 to 32 days. Yeah. The cycle's between 28 and 32 days. So at least every 28, or 32 days you're going to be going through a week yeah. of heart attack like pain, pain yeah. that you're being told you're exaggerating <clears> about <throat> what are your thoughts out there listeners 07895 134713 that's 07895 134713 hello Pele how are you doing I'm, I'm not sure Lily because I can't you've speak. not experienced it though not, not on that scale mine got not tremendously worse after having children yeah well Mine did increase afterwards, but still not no, to that point. It's very bad. Of 
like doubling over some of the girls at school in school I used to feel it for them I was like is she making this up does she just want to get the day off or something you know mm. but yeah some women suffer very very badly with the those cramps the pain is so bad sometimes mm. that my legs go numb wow and that that pain reminds me of childbirth pain so do you feel that listeners that you should get the time off or women should get the time off in the chat room when someone said well if you're ill then you should just get the time off anyway exactly you know but because it doesn't come under illness isn't it it's part of a normal woman a woman's normal living routine cycle it doesn't come (laughs) under illness but just like that statistic that we just saw there that a man will be seen in 49 minutes whereas a woman would be seen in 65 minutes why is a man's pain taken more seriously than a woman's pain? I also feel there's... A, because men very rarely go to the hospital and doctors. So I... But then I do think if a woman is turned up, then you should take her seriously. Mm. I don't know. Maybe because we're more prone to visit visit the, the doctors. But are we? No, we're not prone to visit the doctors, but we more check up on ourselves. So we'll go to the hospital. We'll yeah. go and get the smear tests done or we'll go and get various other ones done yeah you know to check that we're okay because again at the end of the day we're the ones that are looking after the children Mm. so if something goes amiss with us or right with us then we know the fathers are there yeah but sadly more times than not the fathers aren't there but even when you when we talk about male pain so there was a pill that was developed for um, managing period pain and it was actually very effective mm. um, and not only did they realize that this pill had that they had developed was extremely effective for period pain it was also very effective when it came mm. to reducing the risk of a heart attack but is that the same one that they, they wait, made wait, for wait, okay wait, wait. <laughs> we got to build it up we got to build it up so it's good for reducing the menstrual pain that you get every month as well pressure. as dealing with your um blood was it blood pressure, pressure? Yeah. yeah they also found that this same medication gave men four hours of a happy moment so i'm gonna say because this is before watershed <laughs> it gave men four hours of a happy moment so instead of them marketing this to the women who would most probably be buying it every 32 days and not taking time off work not taking time off work and using it for those five to seven days of excruciating pain um and they didn't use it for the people that were having heart attacks or you know try to help keep their their high blood pressure they decided to give it to the men and market it as the happy pill for men and they named it viagra Wow. But then actually, maybe does that mean that we should be taking Viagra That's what every I was month? <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. We should we just take Viagra every month? <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, but it's the world. They just use all the wrong, the the right things for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So it's, it's a very unfair world that we live in, isn't it? But I also do think this links, it links in with that trans conversation. The reason mm. I say this is because currently I'm seeing quite a few... Or not quite a few. I've seen a couple of trans making the comment that, oh, for the first time I experienced period pains. <laughs> oh how, how? Please tell. Do tell. They didn't. So obviously someone else then had to give them a biological 
a lesson in biology and say you can only experience period pains if you have a uterus if you're not biologically born a woman you cannot experience period pains because you don't have a womb okay or a uterus of a uterus now the argument that i now present to you is if these trans make if trans women make so much of a deal about pain relief for period pains that Mm. they don't necessarily experience they got a bellyache but if they make a big enough deal about it Mm. would we then get our well-being time or would they get be seen 45 minutes in the in the doctors because you know where do you draw the line lily come on it is it is it does get a bit it does get a bit grating, and I think not all trans women are like this and I know this because I've had conversations with a couple mm. and there are those ones that don't think it's right they're offered things like cervical smears and stuff because they accept that I wasn't born that way I chose to change because I don't feel that I'm the right person in this right body but there are just co- some components that I'm never going to naturally have and some of them have accepted that it's the very it's the few that make these outlandish comments about, oh, but I am a woman because, Mm. no. As a woman, you don't have... If you want periods, take them. We don't want them. Do you know what I mean? But it's the acceptance that there are some things you're not going to be... You're not going to experience. Mm. We know it's all a process, naturally, Lily. And at the end of the day, I think, you know, it would be great if they did give us days off. I think they should. And are they considering it? No. They're not even considering no, it. No, because we can manage a heart attack five days a week. And if you're black... <laughs> you're lying. You don't have no periods. <laughs> you don't have periods. And you, in fact, you don't feel pain. That's, in, is, that's in medical documentation. I know it's in medical documents. So we, we're just counting it out. So again, again, it's, it's going back to that. We, we, we are always at the bottom of the dream pool, that's what I say. Because we got, we're up against so much, but... The, See that Pharrell Williams? We saw Pharrell Williams. Mm. And from school, that he had a vision. He worked for it. That same guy with Elmo. Kevin Clash, I think his name was. Kevin Cash or Kevin Clash. Um, again, he had a vision when he was a youngster. And he, he saw it through. And he made something of his life. Mm. So regardless of our skin, we can make excuses in that sense. But we can all still do something about it. Yeah. And grow beyond the colour of our skin, you know. And I know sometimes it is like a black black and white, and it is always black and white issues mm. because we're fighting against it on a, a daily basis all the time. And even with the unconscious biases of people, you go up maybe in their heart, they, heart they say, oh, no, I, 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 I've seen it today on my page. Some people commenting and I'm like, I've just not, I've not even acknowledged it yeah, because why entertain foolishness but sometimes sometimes you do have to entertain foolishness yeah sometimes you do just even if it's just to make yourself feel better i know this sounds like such a warped idea Mm. but sometimes people like at the moment on our tiktok we've been getting some outlandish comments and i posted a tiktok the other day Mm. and it was about someone cooking chicken they didn't cook it. They they didn't season it. It was the same colour that they bought it from the shop when they put it in the oven. Right. And people were really touched 
by what I had to say. But it's my opinion. If yeah. I feel like you need to season your meat properly and stop embarrassing yourself, <laughs> yeah, but to them, I'm going to say their meat I'm... properly, Leisha. You can't, you can't say no, because no, someone just says, no. let's put a bit of seasoning on the next no. because some salt on I'm it. I'm sorry. That's not seasoning. Yeah, but... I know salt is seasoning. I know salt is seasoning. But <laughs> what I'm, seasoning, what I'm saying is these same people will go and eat KFC chicken and then say, oh, I only like bland chicken. But even KFC put 12 spices in their mixture. So mm. you do like seasoning. You just can't be bothered to learn what seasoning you like i'm sorry it touches me this topic because we know for centuries going back to slavery now for centuries we used to cook your food and we never used to cook with no little sprinkle of salt you sure mum really can you see your ancestors? They have it. They Can you they did. No, see they your ancestors? Got, got the nice they were living in American, Americas. And all of the herbs and the spices. Can you see your um, your ancestors Scotch just bonnet. doing this? Sprinkling no. one little piece of that? No. 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 Yeah. But the point I was trying to make was <laughs> people were so touched. And I found it humorous to see people comment to other people to call out the foolishness. Because it it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, it did people. it did give me some joy. Really quickly, what joy. what's the book we're doing at looking at at the moment? Today we're looking at a thousand and one little health miracles, simple solutions that provide big benefits. So we talked about periods today. Sorry yes, guys, we did. We, did. we um, went there. And point number six hundred and six says <laughs> jog on pain or jog away pain. Mm. Take regular exercise and i don't know how easy that is to do when you've got a heart attack like pain because but you don't leash because i I know i'm I'm not even going to go into the details but sometimes it's extremely uncomfortable when you go train 100 percent. and but you've got to still train no why it says to jog away the pain there doesn't it for example (laughs) aerobics or jogging yeah can help reduce the symptoms of pms or pmt However, you should be exercising on a regular basis, not just when symptoms are present. So not just doing it while you're Regularly. on your If you want to enjoy the full benefits. Okay, so if you do, if your boss won't let you off, go for an early morning jog before you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> when you're pain compared to having a heart attack. And then um, you should be all right for the, fit for the day. No, or you do it previously, saying that before you suffer with premenstrual tension or post-menstrual tension or stress, that you train. And that is one way to help. It, that, that is, is mind over matter. It does, it does help your mind yeah. as well, yeah. So training, getting in that gym or getting on the path with a comfortable pair of sneakers on and running and making your body feel well, that is the, that is the, the key. Yeah. Right? We're not going to be giving the day off. So no, we might as well make the happen. most of the time that we do have. It's not going to happen. But beautiful people, thank you so much for your company tonight. Um, it is the Let's Talk Drive Time show. I'm Wimbo77. And I am Naturally Lily. And you can catch me. Please follow us on. I'm at Wimbo77 on Instagram. And I am at <laughs> naturally underscore Lily89 on Instagram. Or catch us on our link trees as well. I'm literally yeah. forward slash Natasha, John Baptiste without the hyphen. Yeah, and Lily? Same, naturally Lily, 89.
There you go. All right, so thank you so much. We're going to give a big shout out to George Flavors. Big shout out to DJ Laro, who will be following us this evening um, with the Vibe Show. And not forgetting Charlie Muir, 7 till 9 tomorrow, as well as Darnell the Therapist from 9 to 11. So every single night we have live DJs. Don't forget, we also have a boat party coming up, the All Flavors Radio boat party at... Uh, Pele did ask for the the the, the moor that we it's a, it's a moored boat so I will get the information out to you Pele just to um just to let you know and um Ara she says additionally those who occupied high office in the Holy Roman Empire early military royalty and so on are uh, also originally from the continent the continent now called Africa which yeah, so denial or ignorance of our far deep ancestral roots, geography and history is a huge contributor to us being at the bottom of the barrel. Oh yeah, 100%. Very, very true, very true. But we, we're rising above it. We, we are rising above it and we are levelling up. So we're going to say, I guess, nothing more to say really, naturally, Lily. But no. thank you all. Thank you all for your company. Thank you for choosing all flavours. And we're going to say, we'll see y'all. On, On the, the other, other side, side. take Good care night. now. Tonight's the night we'll just unwind and stay.